Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Have you heard the name Bill Taylor? Bill Taylor. <laughs> Every town probably has a Bill Taylor. But I'm talking about a very specific Bill Taylor Ambassador Bill Taylor. He testified before Congress yesterday. He's actually a Trump appointee. He has had nearly 50 years of public service, an impeccable reputation, and widely respected. He is the United States ambassador to Ukraine. And multiple Congress people said after Bill Taylor testified for 10 hours in closed hearings yesterday that it was the single most damning day ever for Donald Trump. And one congressperson even said it was the most shocking day of their time in Congress. I want to unpack and explain what Bill Taylor said, because I believe he's going to become a household name. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Can you name one single American diplomat, past or present? It doesn't even have to be just in the Trump administration. I'm sitting here now trying to, I'm racking my brain, trying to think of just one diplomat. And I don't know that I can name a single American diplomat. And in some ways that's by design. We can name cabinet members, we can name personal friends of presidential administrations. We can name allies and supporters and Congress people and people in the House and Senate and all of those things. But ambassadors normally operate in the shadows. Their, their job is not necessarily to be public to us. They may be known more in the country that they are an ambassador with than they are here in the United States I think Ambassador Bill Taylor is going to be the exception to that rule. I I believe he'll become, here in the days and weeks and months ahead, I believe Ambassador Bill Taylor is going to become a household name. Not because he was a particularly special ambassador to Ukraine, and that's not me knocking him. Um, He's a lifelong public servant going all the way back uh, to the 70s. He fought like many of your families. He fought in the Vietnam War and ever since then has been a career diplomat and public servant. He does have, I I have to say, an impeccable reputation. You will struggle to find one person to say a crossword about him. Before his testimony yesterday, I actually saw both Democrats and Republicans defend him. They know him. He He is around in their private circles. Uh, Many people know him personally, have had personal meetings, personal dinners, 
personal relationships with him. And you're going to have a hard time finding one negative thing to say about Ambassador Bill Taylor. He has served in both Republican and Democratic presidencies, and it appears that he was actually first appointed as an ambassador by George Bush and then was appointed again uh, as an ambassador, not by the Obama administration, but by the Trump administration. He's their ambassador. Yesterday, he was going to voluntarily appear in a private congressional hearing during the impeachment inquiry. But the Trump administration, as you may remember, and, and it's wild that this is just a footnote in what I'm about to tell you, the Trump administration is now demanding that none of their administration, nobody, not a single person, participate in this impeachment inquiry. And as you may have seen, multiple members of the Trump administration, including Trump, his family, personal friends, attorneys, and others, are actually refusing to participate in this impeachment inquiry, even though they have been subpoenaed to do so. They are literally ignoring the congressional subpoena, which is unheard of. Ambassador Bill Taylor decided not to play that game. Again, this is a man who's worked in government his entire life and plans, hopes to have a life and a career after the Trump administration. So he responded to the congressional request at first that he appear before Congress. Then the Trump administration began demanding that he not testify, which is obstruction of justice. And not only is it obstruction of justice, how damn suspicious is it for you to vigorously demand that very particular people not testify before Congress. I mean, it raises suspicion. So just in case Bill Taylor was going to refuse the request of Congress, they did issue a legal subpoena. Now he showed up anyway, and uh, we're not clear if he would have testified, though, after the Trump administration all day yesterday morning, tried to get him not to testify, but after the subpoena, he did. And he testified in a closed hearing. Uh, that That is because some of what he talked about uh, could not be said publicly, but he testified in a closed hearing before Democrats and Republicans in Congress for about 10 hours yesterday. Now, he brought a 15-page prepared statement and that statement was given to the media. And it was the single most damning statement, I think, against Donald Trump, even right up there with the, anything in the Mueller report whatsoever, because Bill Taylor, being a career diplomat, a career public servant, understood the power of note-taking, understood the power of records and text messages and emails and had copious notes and source documents to back up every single thing he said. And what he said was this, was that not once, not twice, but over and over again, he either heard directly 
or was told directly that the Trump administration was telling its own government to withhold aid to Ukraine. Now, let me pause there and give a quick explainer. The United States Congress, in a bipartisan vote, House and Senate, passed an emergency aid package to Ukraine to help their government as they fight off Russian interference with their borders, uh, with their uh, uh, sovereign nation. And many people believe that if the United States was not providing this aid, that Russia would literally bulldoze all of the borders with Ukraine and potentially, very literally, just take over the entire government, that they would absorb Ukraine into Russia, that Ukraine could literally cease to exist without massive funding from the United States government. I did not understand, really, until the past few years when I started studying government budgets, how much money into the multiple billions and billions of dollars the United States government gives other countries uh, to run their own military operations. I won't linger there, but Bill Taylor said this over and over and over again in his statement and according to people who were in the room, other Congress people who were there for his testimony, that the Trump administration, even after a, an aid package was approved by Congress, began asking the Secretary of Treasury and other members of their administration to not give that aid, which they don't have the power to do. The, the aid was already approved. To not give that aid to Ukraine until the president of that country, literally, Bill Taylor said this, that Donald Trump was demanding that the president of that country literally get on a microphone to say that they were uh, investigating Joe Biden. Donald Trump's arguably one of Donald Trump's chief political rivals. Now, we are fully aware that Donald Trump does not have a heart for rooting out corruption. (laughs) He wasn't saying, hey, I'm not giving this aid because as you know, I really, really loathe corruption. He just wanted to use not just the power of his presidency, but the power of that congressionally approved aid to twist the arm of a foreign government to do something damaging against one of his chief political rivals. Now, Republicans have all said, hey, we know what you think is happening, but There is no evidence of what they call quid pro quo, that there was no deal that I will give you this if and only if you give me that. And then that deal goes down. People said, well, that didn't really happen. There's no evidence of that. Bill Taylor said unequivocally with notes, with text, with emails under 10 hours of scrutiny from Congress. No, actually, that is what happened over and over and over again, and that 
it was widely known in his private circles that that's what was going on. It was, according to multiple congresspeople, the single most damning day for Donald Trump during the entire impeachment inquiry. One congressman even said it was probably the most shocking day of his time in Congress to see the abuse of power, to see the corruption. And here's what we know. This is, of course, how Donald Trump has always operated, always. And yet we now see the evidence that he was not just a scoundrel, a corrupt man before he was elected, but that he's the same corrupt, dirty dog he's always been. And of course he is. You're not going to have a man who has been deeply unethical for generations. It is widely documented that Donald Trump has been a horrible human being going back to the 1960s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s and the 2010s You'd struggle to find a year in his life where he was not involved in some public scandal, not involved in somehow screwing somebody over in a business deal, screwing regular everyday people and workers over. This is who he is. So, of course, uh, you know, a, a zebra doesn't change his stripes. You know, he he is who he's always been. But doing it as Donald Trump reality TV star and phony real estate mogul is one thing. Doing it as president of the United States under the laws of this nation is something altogether different. I believe that the testimony of Ambassador Bill Taylor is going to be it's going to be the most damning testimony we see. That and and That's good news and bad news for Donald Trump. And I think it's almost all bad news. But I don't know how it gets any worse than this for him regarding what he's done with Ukraine. I don't know how it gets any worse unless there are additional text messages or emails or something that get leaked. I think this is the rock bottom on Ukraine for Trump. And it is, I mean, it is proof of crime. You cannot ask a foreign government to interfere in a presidential election. You can't do it. It's illegal. It violates the law. It is also unethical and wrong, but it violates multiple policies and laws. And this is, this is what we're seeing. And we now have the testimony of a career conservative diplomat saying that he saw it, that he was alarmed by it, he was disturbed by it, that he, that he raised in his own private circles red flags to other people expressing his concern, and those red flags were ignored. And now here we are. And so the real question is what's going to be done about it And that takes me to our action step for today.
I get that talking about the impeachment of Donald Trump is kind of fun and cathartic and therapeutic. <laughs> and uh, it feels good to see him with his back against the wall. I get that. But that talk, I think, is close to being a waste of time if we don't actually attempt to impeach him. And I'm a part of a team at the Action Pack, and I want you to join this team. We want you to be a part of this. We want you to help us impeach Donald Trump. And here's how you do it. Right now, go to 67senators.com. The number six, the number seven, senators.com. 67senators.com. Because here's what we know. Two months ago, it seemed outrageous that the House would impeach Donald Trump. What we now know is that the majority of House members have now gone on record to say, actually, I believe I would vote for impeachment. So Donald Trump, this month or next month or December or January, is going to be impeached in the House. I believe that's going to happen. And the testimony from Ambassador Bill Taylor is so damning for impeachment. Uh, Republicans are already trying to say, oh, it's a left-wing smear campaign. He is a conservative. He is your appointee. He is your ambassador. <laughs> okay, so that's who he is. He has an impeccable reputation. He's a lifelong political conservative, not a left-wing smear campaign. And so it's going to take the House to vote to impeach him. And I think that's going to happen. But then after the House votes to impeach him, the Senate has to vote to remove him. That's how that goes. It's a, it's a one-two process. It will take two-thirds of the Senate, that's 67 senators, in order for that to happen. And right now, as shocking as this may be, only two United States senators have gone on record to say, yeah, he needs to be removed. Those two happen to be two women with a background in law. Longtime Harvard Law professor Elizabeth Warren and the former attorney general, former district attorney in California, Kamala Harris, have both gone on record to say, yes, he should be removed. That number cannot stay at two. I'm not even saying that, hey, we're going to get it to 67, but it needs to go to, it needs to, go to three, to four, to five, to 10, to 20, to 25, to 30, to 40. There has to be momentum. And until there is momentum in the Senate, all of this is just talk. Until that pressure is put on senators, it's just talk. And you can help us today when you go to 67senators.com, 67senators.com. When you go there, we have built tools just for you to be able to tweet directly to every senator and to be able to just click one button and call the office of each senator. And I want you to call between their business hours, sometime between 9 and, and 5 p.m., 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., 
Call and just say, hello, introduce yourself, call your senator first, and then call as many senators as you can to say, hey, I am a concerned voter and I see corruption and fraud and crime from this president. And I believe that you should vote to get my words carefully to impeach and remove this man. Will you ask to speak to a real person? Because here is what we know and here's what we've learned here on the breakdown that in Congress, they are required to take your message and it goes in it goes in their records. Ask to leave. Obviously, you can ask to speak to the senator or someone from their legislative staff or administrative staff. As always, even when you're calling Republicans that you may think you loathe, these are real people on the other line. Be respectful. Uh, be firm, be clear, think about what you're going to say, and then just speak to them like respectful human beings, okay? We don't, we don't yell, we don't curse when we call, because here's what I know. No matter how angry you are, they ignore angry people. So channel your anger and fury and frustration through, through a smart conversation. And when you do it, I want you to tweet, use the hashtag 67Senators. When you make these phone calls, email me, hit me up. You can email me uh, at sean at thenorthstar.com, sean at thenorthstar.com. I want to know how it goes, okay? I'm, I've made calls. I've sent out tweets and, and other things. But we need you to join us, and we need this pressure, all right? Let me know how it goes. Break it down. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in to this episode of The Breakdown. If you are not already subscribed to this podcast, why not? Why have you not subscribed? We need you to just click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just know we're here every single day sharing the news, keeping it real, giving you action steps to fight back against what you see in this country and in this world. We're so grateful for all of our listeners and supporters. Thank you, of course, to the nearly 30,000 people who became founding members of the North Star. This podcast would not even be possible without your support. If you'd like to support us, please, please, please go now to the northstar.com. You can become a founding member and support our work. We're so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, of course, so much to our associate producer, Lissandra, and our senior producer and podcasting director, Willis, for their hard work on this and every episode. Take care, everybody.